0: You're listening to KNBR, the only place with Golden State Warriors basketball. Now back to Gary and Larry.
1: It just became apparent to me uh, and uh, the other owners that I confide in that Bob was ready to do the job. I didn't know. We didn't know when we hired Bob. You never know for sure. You can do all the reference checks you want, but until you work with someone, you don't really know. Working with Bob, he's outstanding. He has all the capabilities to do this and be really, really good at it.
2: All right, that's uh, Joe Lacob talking about Bob Myers. And it's funny, when all the other times we've had Bob on, he's been on the telephone. Now that he's the general manager, <laughs> he's at R.C. Davis' desk <laughs> with a clear phone line. Yes. Uh, so it'll sound like Bob is, you know, right next to us. Uh, uh, congratulations, uh the GM's one thing, is fine, but congratulations, Bob, on the clear phone line. Yeah, this is this is great stuff. Oh. Actually, you didn't know this, guys, but I, this is
1: where I work. RC and I have a little cubicle yeah. right near RC, and he's he's actually the mastermind. He's the Wizard of Oz behind the Warriors organization. you know, so.
2: he was our producer here for, for years, and then he said, I want to go around and tell Tim Roy how great he is. So, <laughs> uh, so he made the move. Hey, Bob, when did you find out? Did, did there... And, again, this is all due respect. In fact, we were talking about how Larry Riley It's just, you know, at least in my mind, grew into just a terrific guy, grew into the position and good for the organization, all this prefacing, all right, fine. But what what point in the season did you think, hey, maybe I'm going to get a shot to run it next year? Thanks for the um, question, Gary. I think, for me, I was
1: focused on just doing the job. When I was hired and met with Joe and Peter, we discussed the possibility of ascending to the GM at some point, but there was never any guarantees, and, and it was never written that it was going to happen. There was no promises it was going to happen. So for me, I really just put my head down and uh, had the pleasure, honor of working with Larry Riley, and uh, just had a lot of fun doing it. And but I you wouldn't have
2: left. Learn. You were, I mean, you were very successful as an agent. You wouldn't have left that unless you thought there was a pretty good shot this would happen.
1: Yeah, I, had, I was hopeful, I guess is the best word I would use to describe it, was hopeful. But but as you know, things can take a lot of different twists and turns. And um, I just thought, look, focus on doing what I could do to help the team improve and, and giving advice where I thought I could be helpful. And if something good happened, it happened. But you can't spend every day... Uh, thinking and hoping and and uh, striving for something it wasn't it, it would be counterproductive to me working for Larry Riley if I would constantly had something like that on my mind my job was to assist him and and you said it and you guys both know him as far as people go in the business uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a better individual than Larry Riley in any capacity in any sport so for me to kind of sit beside him watch his demeanor watch his professionalism was just uh, a tremendous thing and I'm, I'm happy that i got a chance to do it
0: you know i want this segment to be by you and not not larry but i did read something this morning that larry wasn't particularly pleased with the timing of the of the decision did did he express that to you or do, can you add anything to that
1: yes yeah, th- thanks uh <clears throat> thanks larry last night when that hey, bob was...
2: excuse me you're thanking us for every quiz is what we do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: but sometimes your guys' questions aren't very good, and these ones are decent. Okay, so.
2: no, but that's not fun. Yeah, you know, you know, hey Bob, let me just tell you how this works. If you were the assistant general manager, Larry would be offended. Now that you're the GM, he's belly laughing over here. Go ahead. Um, well, anyway, you know what? thanks for answering. By the absolutely. way, absolutely. Thanks, All right. and thanks for
0: using Archie Davis's line. And it's Larry, calm down. He's very just a strong. general manager. Good grief. Go ahead.
1: So it's interesting. You guys ask that one. Last night when that was being reported, Larry came up to me and he said, I want you to know there's people reporting that I wasn't happy with the timing. And he said, that's not true. I never said that. And I said, I trust you, Larry. I said, I don't, you don't need to tell me that. And then we spoke this morning and he reiterated that again, because I think it was written like you alluded to, Larry. And, and he said, look, Bob, between us two, for sure, I would have loved to have continued, but I'm very happy with the way things went on. There's no disappointment. Um... I'm happy for how, uh, how I was treated, how I continue to be treated. So I think there was a little bit more made to that than, than was the truth. And I'm, I'm getting that from Larry himself telling me that, I- I- even in private. So I, I think it's, he feels good, and he's happy to stay involved with the team.
2: Yeah, one, you know, where we look back questioned, uh, I've You've been quoted saying you were 12. Your first uh, pro game was the Warriors. When did you think, hey, uh, you know, professional basketball – Maybe I could be running a team one day. Was there ever one of those moments? No. You know what? You I didn't just think that make, was possible. Being, you wanted to just make money. I'm not being funny, but, hey, I want to make money as an agent. No,
1: right? not that either, guys. Right? I, here's this truth. The truth is I love basketball. I just – it's in your blood as a kid as you, you go through life, and certain things just grab you, and the sport just grabbed me um, from, from as far back as I can remember. So for me, when I finished playing in college – I wasn't good enough to continue playing and make money, but I just love the game. I was, it's contagious. I love playing. I love watching. So I felt like, how can I stay involved in, in the game of basketball? And the agent approach was the only door that opened for me. And um, ideally, an agent has a certain demeanor, has a certain personality that it's very competitive. It's very cutthroat. And I felt like it wasn't I, I wasn't ideally suited for it, but I also recognized, hey, you get to go to games. You get to be around it. And maybe one day you get to be around it in a different way. And as I as I went through the process of being an agent and uh, working in the side of the business, I always thought and hoped maybe one day I could work for a team. But for me to think that I could ever become the general manager of the team that I grew up uh, rooting for, watching, um, I, I couldn't imagine
2: that. And What's your just, style going to be, Bob?
1: You know what? I think the style, Gary, would be in, is that you don't do this. You don't take this job, you don't work for a team unless your ultimate goal is to win. And so every day, every moment, you're trying to find a way to win. And I think not just win, make the playoffs, but win, win a championship. And so the style is going to be every decision you make, every move you make, it's going to be towards that end. So if you feel like you're making a move that's short term and says, yeah, this gets us a little bit to where we're going, but big picture, big picture, it's wrong. There won't be moves made like that. It'll be Let's get together as a group and say, is this a move that is going to get us closer to winning a championship? And I know people hear that in the Bay Area and roll their eyes. That's absolutely what they do. We have to change that, too. We have to get people to believe that that's a possibility. And you do it incrementally, but that's the ultimate
0: goal. What is the tangible change here? Because, I mean, from afar, you could sit there and be a Warrior fan and say, hey, it was Joe Lakeup, Larry Riley, and Bob Myers sitting in a room making decisions, and now it's Joe Lakeup, Bob Myers, and Larry Riley sitting yeah. in the same room, except now maybe Bob's in charge. What What is the, the, the significant tangible change here?
1: Well, as you know, in any deal and in any room, There's a lot of consensus that you try to reach in regards to making a decision. Um, There's voices that you trust when you make big decisions. So our room, in a lot of ways, will stay the same. But at the end of the day, at the end of the discussion, somebody needs to make a recommendation to the owner. And that's an important role within any team, where you have to have somebody that stands up and says, I'm taking ownership of this decision. That's one part of it that's important. So I think ultimately deciding on a course Somebody has to be that person. And ultimately, yes, Joe Lacob is the owner of the team, and he's going to sign off on that. And, but at the same time, he's shown an ability to listen. So as a general manager, you have a chance to meet with him, discuss with him, and say, Joe, I really believe we need to go this way. And he's put you in that position because he trusts you and thinks you're going to give him the right advice, so you hope he follows your advice. Now, sometimes you may disagree, but that's the job. The second part of why that role is important with the general manager next to it is you're on the front lines whether it's with an agent negotiating a contract, whether it's with another team negotiating a trade. And in so many of those conversations, relationships play play into it, tone plays into it. I, if one of you was negotiating for something in your life, you if you feel like you're the best in the best position to do it, then you go out and do it. Not to say that Larry wasn't in the best position to do it, but I think for me I feel like being in the front end of it gives you a better view of it, and you would hope, and I hope, that it gets the results that we want as an organization. Right. So there's a couple different factors to it.
2: Let me ask you a basketball question, something we've been kicking around here as people. You know, the, the big talk was, geez, the Warriors, do they want to end up winning a few games or is a draft pick that important? Hear me and then and tell me if I'm right or wrong. That if you don't get the number one pick in Anthony Davis, you know, for people who think, oh, Warriors have the fifth pick, oh, everything's going to turn around. Whoever you get, with the exception of Anthony Davis, it isn't going to be that big an upgrade from Dominic McGuire or from Brandon Rush initially, you know?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I think with this draft, uh, Gary. You didn't thank me for that one. No, because that one, again, I mean, if it's good, I'll say it. If it's not, I'm just going to answer the question. What I'm saying is that outside of
2: Anthony Davis. (laughs) No, no. In fact, you know know what I'm going to be listening for? Bob, I even told one of the kids. I I said, I hope Bob, because we've always had fun when he comes Uh on. I had you on TV. That Uh was fun and all that. Uh, can you still be fun? Are you going to all know. of a sudden now, I've got you know a, a bigger title. I have yeah. to be dour, I have to be drab, and that's it.
1: No, you have to actually have more fun because right. people
2: are going to walk around and think you're important,
1: but all you are is a steward for the team. And okay. I'm the, the same guy I was a year ago, and same guy I will be in 10 years. Well, so we'll we can see. always have we'll fun. See. We can always answering. have fun. Hey, let me ask you guys a question.
2: I'll answer that Outside question. Outside of Anthony Davis... Whoa! We got the fourth pick. That yeah. doesn't mean immediate right. improvement.
1: You can't yeah. you can't pinpoint a player, in my opinion, and and I think in our groups, where you can lock in and say this player at the fourth, fifth, seventh, eighth pick is going to change your franchise. You probably can find a player that's going to give you depth, uh, can potentially grow into something really good. But you're right. If 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 somebody is out there saying, if you end up with the seventh or eighth pick in the draft, it's going to change the next ten years of the organization. Very unlikely. Certainly, you'd love to have the chance to develop a player and have some depth there. But, but again, there's it's not a draft stock full of uh, franchise-changing players, but very few drafts
2: are. You've represented you know, some of the better players. Is Anthony Davis, in your mind, a surefire? He'll be a superstar? Gosh, I don't even know,
1: guys, if I'm allowed to say anything about players at this point. But All right. um, when I can, I'll comment on it because um, I'd love to. But... We have. Let me ask you guys a question because this has been on my mind you like for yeah. a while. So tomorrow they're doing a million-dollar shot for our team. If somebody makes a three-quarter court shot, and um, I can't promise this, and I, I, and I don't know if I can get it done, but if I could get one of you guys a chance to win a million dollars, can you guys even make it? If you threw the ball from three-quarter court,
0: could you hit the rim? Could I can't, you hit the I can't
2: comment on activities <laughs> not related to KMBR. I have no comment.
0: Obviously, you've never met me. I could tomahawk jam from three-quarter court, all right?
2: Oh, one man. hop off one foot.
1: Oh, yeah. boy. It should be fun. I'll double Get clutch guys, it. I'm We're not taking money. a pay
2: cut to drive across the bridge, I'll tell you that much. We we, uh,
1: we keep getting guys making $25,000 half-court shots.
0: That was great. That oh. was great last night, Bob.
2: That
1: was Do you think that guy would come on a, on a, on a, a make-good contract next year? <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
0: and let me ask you: Going into this off season, position wise, I mean, as a Warrior fan, as a lifelong Warrior fan, I'm almost conditioned. I'm almost, I'm not even used to having Bogan. I'm almost conditioned to always look for the big men in the draft. It's almost. I'm looking at your guys' depth chart. Maybe if there's a small forward, it might be the position. Do you look at your roster and say we need a three, we need a five, we need this, we need that? What are you looking at this off season? Hey, um, was.
1: It's you know it's it's uh, it's a unique situation as a Warriors fan and as an organization to find ourselves in not not hoping and praying for a center. Um, it's uh it's it's really for us a luxury in some respects to feel like that position is somewhat shored up to a certain degree. But I still think when you look at our team, uh, Larry, you have to acknowledge that we can't rebound the ball. We're not effective now. Can Bogut come in and solve all those problems? Well, he's going to solve a majority of them. But if you think Around that, you think beyond that, we do need rebounding. The best teams in the NBA rebound, and I think if you can't rebound, you can't win. And I think Bogut will certainly help us rebound, but beyond him, beyond the next – when he comes out of the game, when David Lee comes out of the game, you still need a rebounding player out there, and that's what we lack. Jeremy Tyler's shown an ability to do it, but he's so young, and after him – we still need a guy. I mean, if you if you play uh, McGuire there or even Rush, or you just go small. You give up that uh, edge with length and rebounding. So we need to – we still need to add size. It may not be a five, maybe a four.
2: Yeah. You know, it's funny, Bob, and this is obviously, you know, a lot depends on uh, Curry's health and uh, all that goes with that. But you'll be a hit probably if Bogut is healthy and plays like you think he can. Simple as that? Yeah, I think um, for us –
1: Danny Ainge said to me one time, I think I told you guys, the best ability is availability. So for our team, we can all talk about how great it is and how excited we are, but if we're not healthy, we're going to struggle. And um, if we are, I think we'll be able to back up a lot of the optimism that, that we've been speaking towards. So if Bogut is healthy, if he's a healthy player and he plays 70-plus you know, games, if Curry's healthy, that is a real team. With real talent, and um, with real talent at the right positions. But again, with, with injuries and with setbacks like we had this year, even without having Bogut, we, we might struggle. So it's it's really important. And those these guys have surgery this week, both those guys. It's really important that come the start of the season, they're both ready to go, and that we get out of the gates playing well early.
0: I liked what I saw from Mark Jackson this year, but I'd be concerned if, if uh, Malone... Uh, jets off somewhere else, and I would imagine he 's going to be a popular name uh Is that a concern of yours that uh that that Mark has the right guy next to him
1: yeah, for sure he 's part of a team, I mean, just like our players that are on the court, The coaching staff puts together a team, but we have the ultimate confidence in Mark and his staff and putting together the right group if we lose a couple of his uh, his staff members and Mike Malone has done a great job for us Um, and you hang on to those guys as long as you can but ultimately uh, if somebody's great in an assistant type role they're going to get promoted to a head coaching job but I think if you asked Mike he's happy I think he feels like he's been treated well he's enjoyed his experience here and obviously he's recognized throughout the league as a high high level coach and uh, that was there before the year it's there after the year so I think he's happy but if if we don't remain with the same group, it's very important that we replace the group with uh, as good a people or better. And I'm confident we can do
2: that. All right. Hey, Bob, congratulations. Boy, 37 years of age and running an NBA team. You don't, If you don't mind me asking, is RC right there with you? Yeah, we hang out all the time. I mean, you know,
0: no, I'm not like you. He,
2: he, he, you know, when you guys work together, I don't, I'm, I'm
1: not sure. That may be why he, he took another direction. Gary know? said, I don't mean,
0: look just... me in the eye.
2: Yeah, well, no, of course, don't look me in the eye. Can he speak, Bob? Is RC close enough? Right here. Hey, hey, hey. RC. I got you? to admit, us helping you get that job out the biggest mistake we made. <laughs> uh, n- nothing's been the same since you left. Would you like to come back?
1: Hmm. Well, I have a good agent.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, no, Yeah, RC, no, we're going to negotiate. But between you and me, aren't you getting tired of that elevation sensation? You, you know, Tim says that over and over, and you go, hey, that's great. you know, you got to have
1: lateral quickness, Gary. Okay, very good. <laughs> yes.
2: No, hey, congratulations, RC, on everything. My God, I mean, Bob, you know, had the pedigree to move up. You went from radio to a big job with a professional team, and it's – Probably the worst mistake we ever made is recommending you for that job. So we would like to have you come back. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: that nice sentiments. Uh, we like him here,
0: Gary. We like him here.
2: I know, but he's sick of Tim, and he's sick of
0: <laughs> he's sick of all those guys. You know, hey, Bob! Congrats, yeah. though. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, this, I know this. In a lot of ways, this has to be your dream job, and. Uh, uh, you know, one of the reasons I got confidence in this organization is you and Mark and uh, keep it up, and hopefully uh, this will be a great off season. We do hey me guys. a favor,
2: Bob. Run in and tell uh, Lakem that Kruger's got confidence in the organization. That'll make Joe's day. <laughs> yes. All right.
1: Uh, I'll do it. I'll, hey, but, guys, whenever you want me on, glad to do it. I
2: love talking to you yeah. guys, so appreciate it. Bob, don't change. I, my prediction right. was two years of good behavior. As soon as you're over 500, Bob will say – uh, hang on a second. R.C., you want to do the interview with these clowns? <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen. Hey, That's not going to happen. Hey, con- congratulations, Bob. Great day. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Bob okay. Myers, new, new general manager of the Golden State Warriors and R.C. Davis. That was the biggest mistake I made uh, with R.C. again. I, I, I mean, my- Don't like Damon good- and I thank you for oh, the comments, I, Oh, Gary. unbelievable that you'd
0: be so... Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, R.C. Davis, all came from the Bay Area, yeah. all got out of town. All right, you've been huge list- mistakes.
2: You've been listening to Bob Myers and R.C. Davis <laughs> on the Esports Leader.
0: All right, let's go to the Sassoon City area where we're.